Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> Hey y'all, welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. This is your host, as always, Ryan Martell, and I'm here with... The co-host, as always, Cagney Larkin. Snagney Karkin. Snaggy Karkin. What's up, Ryan? From the small town of York, South Carolina. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Uh, welcome knocking on my door in a small town, dog. What's up? I don't know. What's up with you? I mean, I'm doing alright, I guess. I'm, I'm living. You're living? That's yeah. good, man. Glad I'm you're alive. here and breathing. I'm alive, despite uh, every effort of most things to keep me from being alive. Is there things out there that are like actively trying to stop you from yes. living? What yes. is it? Well, let's hear it. Them and they. <laughs> or them and they. Yeah. Them, Talk about that Amazon show? The uh, the reptilian overlords. Oh, God. Um, what? <laughs> I'm sure there are aliens what that would want to take me out. What did you have this weekend? Coyotes, coyotes, uh, bobcats. Okay. General, now you're just talking about natural predators. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my heart could literally just stop at any moment. Well, that's it. That's the thing. Uh, that is a thing. Food poisoning could take me out. Salmonella. Um. You know, who knows? I could get the Delta variant of uh, COVID and die. Well, don't get no damn salmonella, bro. That's bad stuff. Well, I hope I won't, but I might. I could. It could happen. Anyway, right. Uh, well, that's my existential crisis for today. How? What's, what's your life like? Uh, life's pretty great, man. Coming off of music festival this past weekend. Okay, I had a blast out there. Elevator music festival. No, furthest thing from it. Dude, if the elevator played the music I was hearing this weekend, I'd be in the elevator all day. You couldn't get me they off. They play that music. They play that music on they the don't. elevators. They play Muzak on the elevator. Muzak. Play Muzak. It's fucking smooth jazz. I got your Muzak <laughs> swinging. I did. I went in the first concert in two years, man. First concert for a lot of people coming out of the pandemic, and it was cool to be around twenty thousand people. Uh, no social distancing, no mask or anything. The Panini. So. Pandemic I wonder how many people are gonna have fucking COVID when they leave that place. Zero. Everybody. Zero. No, because there was um, there was some party. It was like in a in some another country that like were down to zero cases or whatever, and they showed up and it was like a hundred and hundred eighty people or something, and like forty of them got COVID. Oh God! It's like Jesus. Nice well, say that, man. I haven't been able to smell anything since I got back. You know. So. Oh man. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I went all oh, I went all of 2020 yeah. when it was at its peak without getting it. Right, it would be yeah, my luck. It'd be so shitty. That to get when it now. Uh, they're talking about the end of it, right. it is the end. It's over. Guys. It's not over. It's over. It's like people are getting it every day still. It's not over. I mean, but it's not like a widespread pandemic us, anymore. They just want us to think it's over so that we spend more money. <laughs> and, uh, no, I don't think that's the case. It definitely is. It 100% is. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, they always want you to spend more money. The cases are not going down. They're going up. More people have died this year than all of last year. Are you seeing that? It's only half a year. 
It's a statistic. Look it up. Oh my goodness. All right, I don't want to get into this. Don't care. I mean, I'm just saying. The the well. I'm just saying if people can go on and on all day about Courtney Love killing Kurt Cobain, why can't I go on about my <laughs> my conspiracies? You know what I mean? Like COVID, no. it's really a thing. That's a thing yeah. that happened. You know. All I'm saying is that the uh, evidence, the restrictions are over. Yes, the restrictions so about, are lifted. That's how about sure. that? Restrictions are gone. We can do shit again. They officially do get not get vaccinated give a, and go do things. They officially do not give a fuck about our lives anymore. Basically, uh, which I don't either. I don't give a fuck about our lives anymore. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, generally speaking, I do, but at the same time, that's an attitude to have. At the same time, now. Nah. Uh, uh, we almost harmonized there for a second. A little bit. We can go fix it in post. What uh? <laughs> what a what a what a what a what a what a uh, Did you watch anything? Yes, I did. What you been watching, bro? I didn't watch anything at the fest, obviously, but uh, yeah. beforehand, I did watch a movie. Uh, Guest House with Polly Shore. Polly Shore, yeah. Have you seen one. that? Yes, I it have. was pretty funny, I man. I talked about it on the podcast. Why don't you remember anything? I do remember anything. You we talked about shit. a lot of movies, dude. You can't expect me to remember every movie. You've I remember seen. the exact day that silly shit in my life happens, but I can't remember to get my fucking laundry out of the See, uh, dryer. Yeah, it's, it's shit like that. It's, you it's know? stupid. So I can't be expected. So you know, you I hit do me. expect you to remember everything that I say to you, though. No, you hit yeah. me over the head with like, I just watched these twelve movies. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, well, guest house, Polly Shore, pretty fucking funny, bro. A little return to form for Polly Shore. Glad, happy just to see him on the screen acting. Uh, what a shitty circumstance for that movie, though, bro. For real. Wow, like everything happens that you like don't want to happen. Uh-huh. This guy. And you kind of just get pissed off at Polly Shore in that movie a lot. Yeah, like, a lot. Dude, <laughs> let the fuck up a little. It's like, come on, dude, calm the fuck down. But it was funny, man. I, I recommend it. Uh, yeah. Good 90-minute laugh break. How great was Steve-O's character? Dude, the fuck, he fucking skates through the glass yeah. and busts his ass. And yeah. uh, he's like, you need a hand? He's like, dude. <laughs> like, come on. A fucking, what was his name in it? Thrasher or some shit. I don't even remember. remember. So I just watched it. That shit was funny, yeah. So good. Great movie. And then uh, just... Last night, I watched the movie. Oh. Brian. Did ya? A brand new movie. Tell us about it. Fear Street, part one. Hell yes. Hell yes. 94. Six? 94, yeah. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. I see you looking down. It's part, so. of, my, it's part of my notes. Uh, well, let's discuss it, man. We'll, uh, we'll segue into your what you're watching after this. Is all I, I liked so, it a lot. I love the, the mythology. Yeah. The concept that they're presenting mm-hmm. is cool. I love the lore. I think it's really interesting. The execution on this film, I wasn't too big on. I, I was expecting less, and I got more, so I'm Okay, I wasn't really expecting anything, but I just, I guess it was just too teen slasher for me, which is yeah, not well, bad. Yeah, well, and I like those. You know, I like You love slashers. That's your favorite genre. But I did like that there was some supernaturalness into yeah. it, so it's like supernatural meets I could have went without like the it. supernaturalness, honestly. I was hoping it was going to be an anthology of slasher movies. But when I saw one of them was like 1866, I was like, okay. 1666. 1666, oh, yeah. yeah. 1666, I was like, okay. Well, and that's cool because it, it brings, well, no, 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 no. It, uh, 
it brings in a, a thick mythology that you're able to tell through thick. this town's history, man. And uh, I'm really excited to explore it and see what happens. A uh, super cool kill in the first one. Only one cool kill, really, in the movie. I mean, there's multiple kills, but this there was only one Yeah, there's one only one that really cool sticks kill. out. Like, as All the other ones kill. are just kind of stabbings. Yeah. But we get ahead, shove through a bread slicer. Yeah, spoilers. It's just a it's kill. A I'm thing. not telling you who's dying. I can tell Still, you there's a bread slicer kill. The internet's going to go nuts because you said that. No, not at all. They're not going to get mad. I mean, over... all ten of our listeners are already fucking mad as hell at you right now. Yeah, right. They're like, no. oh, now I can't even watch this fucking movie because Cagney not... ruined the whole goddamn thing. It's not a spoiler at all. That's a big spoiler. It's a huge yeah, spoiler. Negative. It's negative. the most awesome kill in the movie. But it's not spoiled because you don't know what character's dying. That's But you know what happens. And you know when the situation comes up, you're going to be like, oh, God, they're going to... They're gonna show br- it. Okay, okay. Shut up. You're nitpicking. Fucking no. You're you're spoiling shit. <laughs> That's not a spoiler. I'll spoiler. I'll tell you the, the you character's name right now. I'll do it. Fucking beep your ears. Listen. If you don't want to hear it. All I gotta say. Coming is, in three, two, one. Beep. It's the Asian girl. Uh, we did. <laughs> that was a spoiler. We got a lot of good. Uh, <laughs> soundtrack in this like uh the use of music the, was really um, fun I was, yeah the music direction was cool when she's walking through like the hallway and like three mm-hmm. different songs start playing stuff weird soundtrack we get like white zombie yeah more human than human well the songs match the characters and the situations yeah you know? so there's know, some odd choices metalhead little brother who's just rocking out a lot white zombie there's a super odd choice of music in one of the movies you watch today today yeah um, we'll get to it. We'll get it to was, it. yeah, it was, yeah I, don't know. But, uh, I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, the, I, I enjoyed it. I'm excited to see the second part. I think uh, we will enjoy the second part more. Second was, part is the 70s, it's right? It's the summer camp one. Yeah. I was reading some interviews, and they said that was the third. They filmed them all back to back. Filmed the summer camp one last, and the director, she said she was just super tired when yeah. she was filming it. She just said, saying, more blood, more blood, more blood, more kills. Hell yes. So, uh, apparently, this, the next one is just That's super gonna fucking That's going to be the one I like the best, I know. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But I don't like the actress, though. She was my least favorite part of Stranger Things. And when I saw her in the preview, I was like, oh. Oh, no, I like yeah. her a lot. I didn't like her. She didn't like the character. I didn't really like her. But I really don't like Stranger Things season two, either, though. What, I love wait, one and three. the main actress was in Stranger Things? For the second oh, part, for the, second for part. the, the actress, uh, Mad Max, yeah, yes, yeah. Mad Max, yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan of her. No, I like her. I think she's good. <clears throat> nah, I thought she dragged Stranger Things season two down. I thought it was fresh air. It was fresh air for for stale lungs, in my opinion. But her brother was cool. The brother character. You would think Billy. the brother was cool. Well, he he served jerk. purpose to the plot. But you're also a jerk. And you spoil movies. Oh, okay. No, I spoiled a movie on purpose after yeah, you said that. You a type of kill. That makes you even bigger of a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I did that just to spite you. Well, Because you okay. said that a non-spoiler was spoiled. It's fine. It's cool. I spoil movies on here all the time, and I don't even give a fuck. This is why you called me <laughs> out about it, you fucking hypocrite over there. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm an American, so I do things like I want to do what I want. It's supposed to be your friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm mean as shit to my friends. No. <laughs> No, nah, not really. I'm not. I'm not. We're we have a you know I have a hu- sense of humor that is a uh, a little a little jabby at times, but uh-huh. it's all in good fun. Okay, okay. You know that. You know. Uh, I, I I know some people that would probably <laughs> probably beg to differ on. It's that. all in Let's good get fun. Coley on here. And let's, I have uh, been mean to people. No, Coley fucking sucks. First of all, <laughs> that motherfucker is a piece of shit. 
and he deserves every bit of it. <laughs> All right, let's reel it gets. back in the movie world. These people have no uh, idea what we're talking about right now. Well, they know they've seen if they've seen the movie. The His guy that gets Kenny. covered up with shit. He shows up fucking three hours late for the fucking movie. And well, we know he doesn't listen to this. So. Goddamn bullshit. Nobody listens to this. Like ten people. And none of them ten know. people. What's none eight? of them are people that knows me. They're all people that know you. They like you. Yeah. I don't have any friends. People That's why like I came me. on in the first place. Don't help you out. People don't like me. They just like. People don't like. The you. idea of me. They like the creative, the creativity of me. Like the fact that I can bullshit a story. But <laughs> they're just like, oh no, Ryan's coming. Uh, anyway. Yeah, Fear Street was cool. Uh, ready for part two and part three, see what happens in all I'm those. Not, I'm, uh, I don't like, like, whatever that period is from the 1660s. Like, well, you know what's already happening then. There's a town witch, and she got like a... I guess hunger or something. We're about to find out. We're about to see that story. And see, like, the whole... I don't even know what... I don't know anything about history. (laughs) At all. Like, well, it doesn't help that we weren't really taught anything about history in school. But I also don't know anything through my own research either. So I don't know what the fuck 1666 is going to look like. Is it like Pilgrims? Or is it before Pilgrims? (laughs) Are they in England? No. Like, where are we at? In America. But in shady side, we're white the people colon- in America. We're colonized. In we're colonized in 1666. Yeah, well, because we signed the Declaration of Independence in 1776. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. so there's some colonies yeah. out there. Um, so what's what? Something you may not realize, uh, which is I picked up, I saw it in the trailer, but it didn't really affirm it for me until I read an interview. Is that the characters from this first movie, the that we ended with? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, they will be in all three films. Okay. So, uh, did you watch, like, at the end of it, it showed, like, that kind of trailer for the next one? Yeah. Uh, you saw a shot of them talking to the girl, C. Berman. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, so that's how we will be presented this film. We are not going to watch the film take place. The The kids are going to be told that uh, story from the Camp yeah, Survivor. Okay. So that's how we'll see it. And okay. then I'm assuming the same thing for 1666. These kids are going to see that story somehow and then finish it off at the end with these characters from 94 still sure yeah should be cool cool I liked it four out of five for me four out of five yeah we need more R-rated R.L. Stein. I would yeah, like to see some R-rated so. Goosebumps adaptation I think so that would be cool well, Ryan what'd you watch hit me with that laundry list well of, I watched uh, a lot of shit brother I got the pick of the week this week is Jaws cause it was a uh, fucking 4th of July on Sunday, this past Sunday, and uh, it's a good it's a good 4th of July movie, 5 out of 5, Jaws. Jaws. is a great 4th of July You know, if movie, I have to tell you what Jaws is about, then you're <laughs> listening to the wrong podcast. Is it about fish? Uh, something about fish. Uh, it's actually just about, like, it's a documentary about blowjobs. Uh, <laughs> so, Jaws. Yeah, so then I did watch a bunch of other shit, too. I guess I'm going to start with... We'll just start in order of uh, where it is on my notes. We'll start with Shudder. I watched some things on Shudder. A couple things on Shudder. Shudder, 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 Shudder. I watched a movie called Vicious Fun, which is a new release on Shudder. I don't think I've heard of that It one. is a Shudder original, I believe. Uh, it's a guy, a journalist, a horror journalist, who ends up in a group therapy session for serial killers. And uh, 
shenanigans ensue. And it's a lot of fun. It is, as the title would imply, vicious fun. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad that it delivers on that. Five out of five Five for me. Definitely check that one out. Not going to spoil it because it's awesome. Cool shit going on. It takes place in the 80s, so that gives you a good little bit. It's got a little, uh, it's got different, it's got the different types of serial killers that you see in horror movies, too. It's got, like, the slasher guy. It's got the Patrick Bateman type of killer. It's got the doctor, the Hannibal Lecter kind of guy, and the Japanese mob dude or whatever, the, the, uh, you know, the vicious Japanese well, sounds dude. sounds interesting. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. Really fucking cool. And then I watched Homewrecker, which is still pretty fucking awesome, but not quite as awesome as Vicious Fun. Uh, this is about a deranged woman who traps the wife of the guy she's been having an affair with and, like, tries to make her be her friend forever. It's a really interesting, lots of dark humor to it. Right, sounds and like you have some in there. It's got a pretty fucking awesome ending, uh, kind of nihilistic at the end. Uh, it's a four out of five for me, for sure. Check it out. Those are both on Shutter. All right, so check it out. Negative. What was the name of that last one again? Homewrecker. Homewrecker. Yes. Next up on Tubi, I watched Beach Massacre at Kill Devil Hills, which is a movie that is set in North Carolina, shot in North Carolina. Starring uh, Darcy the Male Girl, a.k.a. Diana Prince. Nice. Um, and it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> How, is she a starring uh, role? Kind of, yes. Okay. She's in it a lot. She's in that movie a lot. And uh, just about the best part of the movie is the unexpected turns it takes. Mm-hmm. But pretty much everything else is not up to snuff. Uh, it's not a well acted, not a well written. The turns are nice, but the way they're executed are not very good. Uh, but I do give it a two out of five because it was very ambitious for something with such a low budget and uh, North Carolina and titties. Yep. So we'll keep it there. You know, we got it. Get it. We good. Beach massacre at Kill Devil Hills. Maybe check it out if you want to. I don't know if if you like bad movies like I do. Definitely check it out. Uh, Wicked Lake, and another not really great movie, but still pretty okay. Uh, three cannibalistic witches get kidnapped okay. by a group of uh, redneck deranged guys, and uh, they're like trying to force them to you know do stuff, you know, sexually assault them and stuff, and uh turns midnight and the tables turn the hunters become the hunted the predators become the prey um that's always fun yeah and this one has a lot of uh texas chainsaw massacre-esque humor to it uh it's that's one of its saving graces is the -the off-the-wall humor that it has and of course the the hot babes uh two out of 2.5 out of five sorry so it's a little bit better than Beach Massacre, but not much better. And then there's Spring Break Massacre. <laughs> all the massacres. All the massacres, all the lakes and uh, and and swimmings and stuff like that. This one's not very good either. <laughs> um, 
the best part of this one is Linnea Quigley and Randy Bannister are both in it. Right on. Uh, it's, it doesn't look good <laughs> at all. Like it, it was, I think it came out in 2008. Yeah. And it looks like it might have came out in 2002, mm-hmm. one. And it, it's just not good. Uh, not a lot good going on for this one. Uh, strong, so, strong premise. And some good acting performances, like I said, from obviously from Reggie and Linnea. Uh, this was a two out of five for me. Also, it's not not on my. I'll probably forget that I've watched it and watch it again in four years. So, yeah, and, and not this. like it as much. Oh, I then. saw this. This shit and, sucked. So then we watched some stuff on Showtime anytime. Showtime anytime. Watched that Paradise Hills no, came out in two thousand nineteen. It is a surreal uh, movie, futuristic, I guess. Um, it's like a, the whole thing takes place on this island that is a rehabbed facility for women who don't live up to their family's expectations. So there are people there that are just sent there because they want they don't want to marry a certain person or... You know, they don't have the career aspirations that their family wants them to have, right. and et cetera, et cetera. And uh, it's Jill Roberts. A- Aquafina is in it. Um, I can't remember who the main... Mila Jovovich is in it. And, uh, She's awesome, man. And uh, it's got the, the lead actress from Dumplin', which I should have actually probably talked about Dumplin' before this movie, because I watched it first. Um, but... That was a double feature that I watched, Paradise Hills and Dumplin', and I didn't realize that the same actor was in both movies until I watched it, until I watched Paradise Hills. Uh, Paradise Hills is a 3.5 out of 5. It's very interesting and uh, cool concepts, for sure. Mm-hmm. The colors and everything, the visual uh, thing of it is very, very pleasing. Uh, so check that, that one out, that. for sure. Yes. Then on sh- another one I watched on Showtime, Aqua Slash. It is what you think it is. It is a slasher movie that takes place at a water park. All right. And you start out the movie with, oh, let me go, let me circle back real quick to Spring Break Massacre. Uh, the movie starts out with tits on the screen, like okay. 100%. So, but uh, Aqua Slash, you start out. There's a couple coming up to the top of the slide, the water slide. Mm. And they're fucking in the platform, and they get killed, slashed up, real good. And I was like, I love this movie, right off the gate. And it just delivers literal swimming pools of blood. And it's awesome. Okay. Watch it. (laughs) Five out of five. Wow. Check it out. Again, that one's on Showtime. I'm sure it's on a lot of other stuff, too, for On Demand. But uh, if you got the the Showtime app or... uh, Cable, you can watch it on Showtime on demand. And then I watched some things on Netflix. I watched Dumplin', like I said before. Uh, cool little uh, movie about accepting yourself and about being more accepting, uh, accepting as a person. And the fat girl gets to win, you know? Okay. And it's really cool to see uh, a movie where like a fat girl is like the main thing and it's not like the whole thing isn't that she's fat but it's the, how people perceive her and how she perceives herself you know and it's, it's not like a it's not like an hour and a half long fat joke which a lot of movies with 
lead fat characters is. Uh, this one's a 4.5 out of 5. Definitely check it out. It's cute as hell. It'll make you a little emotional at points. We've got some drag queens going on. Dolly Parton. What more All can right. you ask? You know? Like Dolly Parton? It takes place in Texas, so everybody's super country. It's got Jennifer Aniston in it being super country. Ooh. You know? We can get down with Jennifer Aniston. Uh, you don't get down with Jennifer Aniston? I said we can get down. Uh, I was about to say. With Jennifer Aniston. I already did Fear Street. Uh, you know, that four out of five. I said that already. And then I watched Moxie, which is a movie about a high school student who discovers feminism and kind of goes super hardcore with it really fast. And all of her, like, new feminist friends are like, hey, you need to maybe calm down. What, what do you mean? And, you know, uh, she, like, going... she just got too extreme, and it was like, you know, she was all about her. She was making it about her instead of yeah. the hive mind of the, right, the, the group, you know. Uh, which is a good movie still. It's a really good movie. It just, it has that, uh, it's like a Disney feminist, you know, thing. Where it's like the mainstream acceptability of uh, feminism. It's not like an actual right, right. deep, dirty dig into it. And it, But it's a good way for people who may not be aware of what feminism actually is to become more involved no with more stuff like aware that. aware of it. Yeah, and more involved with like the calling out of uh, behavior when you see it. Like yeah. bad behavior when you see it. Um... And then I watched Memento, Memento, Memento. <laughs> uh, yeah, Christopher Nolan. He made a movie about a guy who couldn't remember shit, so he like tattooed it on his body. Yep. Took some pictures. Uh, f- f- four out of five. Four out of five. All day. I watched Pris- uh, the Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, but I didn't get to finish it, so I didn't give it a rating. Okay. And uh, that's it. That's it. that's what I watched. You had a hell of a week, Ryan. Yes, I did. I watched. Uh, Two movies on one day, two movies what was on your another pick of the day, week? two movies. Jaws. Jaws, okay. Yeah. Jaws. I didn't actually watch Jaws, but I picked oh, it as my pick, pick of the week. week. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know. It's a good 4th of July one. Yeah, maybe, it's a great 4th of July one. Throw Jaws 2 a little bit in there. Yeah, I don't it's think, I don't remember sequel. Jaws 2, so I don't. It's the only good sequel, yeah. man. Uh, Rest of them suck. So we're going to talk about some other movies now. What kind of movies are we going to talk about, Ryan? Well, one of them is Oscar winner. Yeah, for best screenplay. And it got multiple nominations. Yeah, lots of them. I'm talking about Promising Young Woman. Promising Young Woman. This is a movie I've wanted to see for... Directed by Emerald Fennell. Produced yeah. by Margot Robbie. Tons of other people. Mm-hmm. Starring Carey Mulligan, Bo Burnham, Allison Brie, Clancy Brown, Jennifer Coolidge, Laverne Cox, and Connie Britton. Yes, all of that. And I've been wanting to watch this one since pretty much before it came out. Because somebody wrote a review about it and said it was like an exploitation movie that was for mainstream audiences. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's interesting. That's interesting sounding. You know, it gives me that that vibe that this is going to be something that wouldn't normally get a wide release. Right. Uh, But it did. It got a wide release and it got... Oscar nominations, which this is even outside of the realm of what I would think would get Oscar nominations. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen better movies get snubbed. Yeah, of you course, know, all time. Completely. Um, but not saying that this is a bad movie by, by any means. This is a, a very good movie. I uh, enjoyed it a lot. The cast is great. 
the writing is great. I like the editing of it. How uh, we don't really know anything until it's happening mm-hmm. in this movie. Like, because we don't, we never. Well, there's a, never an overarching plot established for the character and yeah, main character. Well, maybe until like the last forty minutes of the film. Yeah, but you and you, you know what she's doing. You just kind of watch her go know, through these motions. Yeah, you don't know how she's gonna do what you and, and yeah. she throws you for a loop a lot of the time too because what you think she's gonna actually do is different from what she, she actually fakes does. Out. She kind of fakes us out a little bit big fake out but uh it's a very cerebral movie i feel like it's a very psychological uh inclined movie Mm because you have to really like pay attention to what this character is doing and pay attention to the way she's doing things and you know the whole thing is just a big well what is she doing ryan she's getting revenge she's getting revenge light on the plot here this is a revenge movie uh it was kind of presented as a rape revenge movie when i first read it but it is less of a rape revenge mm. movie and more of a general revenge movie well, it, uh, it is it technically rape is a rape movie. revenge movie because somebody did get raped but it's not in the movie and the person getting the revenge is not the person that got raped so well, you know mild spoilers there um I mean, that's all stuff that you find out in the first five minutes of the movie though that's not mild spoilers well, we had to piece together the the nina Stuff. No, that's pretty much it's, it's established from the beginning it's, that there's Anina and that she was the one. Is, that uh, was, it, it was she was like a carrot on a on a, on a rope, you know. We got dragged through the story till we got the, all the What had happened to her is what was the carrot, not actually her. Well, I was saying the Nina yeah. story in general. Okay, we get dragged through the movie okay. and more pieces sure. of the puzzle get sure. put together. So let's walk through what our our girl does in this film. We got our main character Cassandra Thomas, whose favorite nighttime activity is to go to her local club or bar and act like she is way too drunk, trashed, just trashed. And she does this as a way yeah. to lure She's baiting pre- men. predators in, and she baits them into. Just doing what these predator men naturally do. They come up and they ask if she's all right, then eventually take her home with them without her really abiding to it. You know, she doesn't say, take me home. You know, she's acting like she's fucking pissed drunk. So these guys come up, take full advantage of her, and she kind of teaches them a lesson. Yeah, and it's super strange. So we'll stay vague on that end, on what the lessons are. Yeah. It's not what you would expect, though. No. I'll say that. Uh, let's keep our listeners curveballed, too, because we kind of got curveballed. Uh, the film curveballs you in the first yeah. little bit, too. There's a lot of curve go- going on, and it's a good curve, really good curve. I don't want to talk too much about the actual going on. Uh, we got a uh, director cameo in the, the film. Uh, Blowjob Lips Girl. Oh, that is, was the director? Uh, yeah, that's that's director. funny. That's hilarious. Um, this movie also uses a lot of uh, male actors that you'll recognize from being in wholesome good roles as perverted creeps you know just yeah. to, to kind of say that anybody can be a predator even these people that you think are you know good people so they use people like fogel from Superbad and uh colin hanks aka <laughs> adam brody adam brody from grind uh <laughs> And um and then this the guy from Werewolves is then what is his name who's popping yeah, up yeah I don't remember his name right off the top of my head dude. but he is he uh, is popping up and he's very funny he's a funny thing. guy yeah super funny yeah. um trying to find him real quick 
He's uh, Sam Richardson is yeah, his name. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Veep was where he got his like a. Uh, he's great in uh, Werewolves Within. Has a little break. Yeah, so he's getting picked up in the Tomorrow War, another movie I was about to watch tonight. Yeah. I was going to plan on like starting that. He's tonight. in that? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> he's in that. There's your accidental uh, shared actor uh, yeah. double feature. Right, and he's in Good Boys. You know, he's the uh, police officer in Good Boys. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. I forgot about that. Yep, he's uh, in Office Christmas Party, which you haven't seen yet, which I hope we will watch this year for what was it called again? Office Christmas Party Office. with fucking yeah, Jason Bateman yeah, and TJ Miller. That out, yeah. So good. For sure. It's hilarious. You know, I forgot to mention during my What You Watching, though. Yeah, that dude's I, also in Game Over, man. He's one of the, uh, oh, the bad yeah, guys. Yeah, that yeah, they end yeah. Up, he's uh, the, the hacker guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny, yeah. Um, what did you forget to I forgot to mention during my What You Watching that I watched two movies this week that had Kill Winnie Dead samples in them. What? Oh, Memento the sa- oh, and... Uh, movies that yeah. Kill Winnie Dead sampled, sampled from. Because yeah, yeah. the way you said it, I was like, <laughs> hey, he's Kill Winnie Dead. Kill Winnie Dead. Like, wait, 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 You just said they're wrong. Actually, I think only one of them was Kill Winnie Dead. I can't remember what band used the other sample because I couldn't actually find it. But it was the it's the sample from Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah. No more fucking ABBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I don't think it was Kill When He Did. I think it was Tony, Life Ruiner. Isn't that Tony Danza? Might have been tap Tony Danza. Dance, Danza extravaganza. Danza, for sure. sure. That's who Could have been. Uh, but, but back to Promising Young Woman. I'm sorry to digress from that. <laughs> why do we? Uh, why do I remember? I don't fucking, fucking know who. I don't. Why do I remember it? Because we listen to that shit all the time. Yeah, tenth grade was wild. Because we were dumbasses that liked <laughs> fucking shitty music back High then. High school was wild. Uh. Every performance in this in, in Promising Young Woman is just perfect. Everybody's just great. They do their part yeah, incredibly I do, well. I do feel it ran a little long. Just for me. Uh, I did I did feel I'm not a fan of Bo Burnham's performance at all. Though. I was really into Bo Burnham. <laughs> no. I thought he was good as that awkward. So I didn't uh, realize that was Bo Burnham and like one of his first scenes he's in the coffee shop and uh he did something I was like, This dude is not a very good actor. And yeah, I, I thought it was Bo Burnham. I, I thought like, it was okay. very natural as like an awkward dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say he did have more charisma than any other male actor in this film. Besides our first three guys, like Christopher Mintz, yeah, yeah, and those yeah. celebrity guys. But all the, like, our tool frat guys, you know, yeah, in this yeah. movie, that dude, he, he reeked, Bo Burnham reached charm compared to those Yeah, those dudes are fucking scum. Those dudes couldn't act their way out of a uh, plastic bag. Um, what was I fucking saying? Oh, just watch the fucking, watch the movie. Watch the goddamn thing. <laughs> so, uh... uh four the, out of five for me. So this is going to be... Spoiler free to the listener because it's extremely out of context. But it's for me to tell you right now, the movie was originally supposed to end at the fire. Yeah. I feel like that was That was the ending. Yeah. They had to not make it end that way. Uh, That was the ending, the fire. Yeah. And then uh, it came in and... Yeah, they had to. They there had was, to do There was that. a few other ideas. That, that was like, that's with. like the ending. If that's like, that's like the original ending for Get Out. Like, they couldn't yeah, have ended it yeah. that way. They didn't need to end it that way because that's too real All right. to end it that way. I mean, it would have been – it still would have been a good movie, and I still would have been like, well, that's an ending. But uh, I think the ending we got was way more satisfying. Yeah, sure. but I do – if it would have ended with the fire, I do like the message you got from that was you can't justify bad behavior with bad behavior. Yeah. And that's always a good lesson. That's a gray yeah. area. 
That is. It's a gray area. It really is. You can argue it's not, but it is. Because, you know, some bad behavior could be good behavior. But you can draw, I mean, there's a line, you know. There's always a line. There's a line. Sometimes you get across the line. Yeah. It's not always necessary. Jean-Claude Van Damme did it all the time. He crossed the line all the time. <laughs> and what did he do? He saved people. Yeah. Cagney. He saved lives. In the movies. Yes. <laughs> in the movies. Well, you know who else crosses lines and saves lives? Doctors. Because sometimes they don't fucking, there's shit that, you know, they're like, you're crazy. You can't do this. They'll die. And then, But that's movies too. So. Yeah. Okay, I guess people don't really cross lines in real life, no. but they should. They really should. No, because you, you read about you do read us, about people. Pockets. You do read about people taking uh, justice in their own hands sometimes, mm. uh, with like people who have hurt their kids, or right. And then know, you always want to get away ones. with it too. You know? Yeah, and they and sometimes they do. Sometimes they do, and rightfully so because the person uh, the 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 punishment that people receive for rape and sexual assault and even child molestation and child uh, uh, exploitation and child pornography and everything like that is just a joke. The, the punishment they receive is a fucking joke, more than likely. And I mean, Bill Cosby just got fucking released. He got fucking his shit overturned because Ridiculous. of a technicality, because of a flaw in our system. Ridiculous. And he admitted to doing it. He admitted to doing it. He admitted to drugging and raping multiple women and got away with it because they weren't supposed to use his testimony against him in a criminal court for because it was a civil suit that he admitted it all to. And I'm just like, man, fuck that. Uh, let's move along. <laughs> I want to cheer up a little bit because this is a little bit of a a departure from the really real message of promising young woman to a Still good message. It's still got a good message to it, but it's a little more lighthearted in its delivery, I would say. Uh, That's a pretty transparent film. Jacob's Wife. Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. Just gotta say, Um, Travis Stevens, director of uh, The Girl on the Third Floor, gives us another bloody, goopy masterpiece. Mixed with a good amount of marital drama. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And some humor too. We got a lot of yeah, good humor. Funny in this. spots, funny parts. Of this uh, movie, we got Larry cool. Fessenden, Barbara Crampton, uh, CM Punk is in it as a, a, a law enforcement officer mm-hmm. uh, near the th- in the, the beginning of the third act. Um, he comes in there, but this movie is uh, basically some sort of reimagining of a Nosferatu story, you know. It's like a, a, a take on the Nosferatu, a modern, was, modern uh, take on the Nosferatu story. The person playing the master yeah. is fucking Bonnie Aarons, you know that name is? Recognize no, the I name? don't recognize the name. Um, Well, one of them, she's the bum in Mulholland Drive. Oh, yeah, 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 no. Uh, I know who you're talking about now. And then she's Valick. Yeah, yeah. She, I remembered exactly, I remembered who you were talking about exactly when, uh, whenever you, uh, whenever I was recounting the cast in my head. Yeah. I remember there was a face that I recognized in the cast that I didn't see on the screen, so that was her. Uh, yeah, that's so she's from The Conjuring 2, Annabelle yeah. Creation, and The Nun. She's yes, yes. She's great. I like her. She's spooky as fuck. But I felt that character is a little underutilized in this film. No, no, no. I disagree 100%. Yeah. 
I think that if you show that character too much, it's going to lose its impact. Not that, not that the character was shown too much is what I feel like because it just came in and gave us a lot of dialogue and it just wasn't anything necessarily wrong with it. Just kind of felt a little off kilter to me. I don't know. I don't agree with. Didn't that. expect all of that dialogue to come. Oh out. yeah, I mean sure, yeah. I wasn't expecting it, but I wasn't like put off by it in any way. It was a little bit uh, taken taken by it. It's just not something you expect to get your evil villain. This movie's fucking bloody as shit. Pretty though. much shit. Yeah, it's fun. We didn't it's get a, a lot of part. blood in Promising Young Woman. I don't think we got any at all. But we got some blood here. No. We got a fucking fuck ton of blood. The Promising Young Woman We're talking about does gushers. not deliver on the satisfaction end of the stick. Of the blood? But that, and uh, I mean, you get your just desserts, but it's a little bit uh, of a half-empty plate, I think, at the end. It's a bittersweet ending, for sure. It's a half-empty plate. Which, I mean, Jacob's, wi- Jacob's life ends on a sort of ambiguous note, because he got both of but them. But it's an opt- <laughs> optimistic ending. <laughs> Is it though? I think it is because they're both ready. They're both <laughs> getting ready to kill each other. Oh no! Oh no! I think they were trekking into that like with happy hearts. Okay, maybe. I mean, I guess I can see they, what you're saying, but I don't think so. They kind of reconciled their marriage. Did they? Though? <laughs> yeah. Did they? I think you missed like the whole no. vibe of that I conversation. Think, I think they were. I don't think either of them trusted the other. And I think they were both about to kill each right. other before it they first raped it. It was fun. Spoiler on that Don't one. Know, big, big spoiler. spoiler. Good job. But this is the kind of movie that it doesn't really matter if you get it spoiled or not because it's still good. Because it's not like a, uh, it's not Christopher Nolan. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a simple movie. I mean, this is a simple movie, like you said. It's very far from Christopher Nolan. You know, it's a good movie. It's still a four out of five, but it's a different kind of movie than, you know say a memento or oh, this is more of like a classic horror story yeah yeah and it's good it's good compared to like a modern day thing you know i can't so, get over the amount of awesome looking effects and blood there was in this it was a lot of uh good practical effects this yeah i enjoyed it yeah really um what else we gotta say i think that's about it right mm-hmm. Do we even mention Barbara Crampton's name? Yeah, I said Barbara okay. Crampton was in it. Because we can't, we can't deny her that. Her performance is amazing, yeah. by the way. She really makes she the movie. Good. She's like the big, she's like the, the, the lead of the movie. She's yeah, the, she was a producer. The story. She produces a lot of shit, man. Mm-hmm. She's a big, uh, she's still as active now as she was ever in the horror scene. Right. So, uh, I'd love to see her in more stuff. I'd like to see her do more and uh, produce more. I mean, I know she's doing what she can do, but, right. you know, she could be in more. Like, we're going to cast her in something. And so hopefully you can look to find this film on Shudder soon. Shudder, it'll be on Shudder soon. It's on demand now, so uh, you can buy it on demand, like a rental thing. It's like four bucks or five bucks or something like that. Four bucks. Doesn't matter. We're rich. We don't pay attention to how much we drop on uh, these movies. That is a lie. But uh, Let the boys think. If you want to <laughs> help us be rich, if you want to give us money... Subscribe to you that can. Patreon. Hit us up oh. on patreon.com slash Martell's Movie Madness. Let's get that Patreon. Uh, follow us on social media. Get us on there. On at Martell's Movie Madness on Instagram and Facebook. At Movie Madness 69 on Twitter. Nice. Nice. And uh, you can follow me on Facebook, on Instagram, I mean, uh, at, the tra- at Trailer Trash God. Um, at Martell the God on Twitter. Um... 
OnlyFans.com slash MartellTheGod. If you want to look at my PB, it's on there. Uh, Boo! You can listen to Martell the God music on all major street. Well, actually, I think it's only on Spotify now because of some weird shit with Apple Music. But, uh, oh, we're not on Apple Music? Apple? No, no, no. The podcast is. Uh, podcast is on everything. You're talking about your music. My music Martell is on, on Spotify, Martell I think. Martell the God. The God. But yeah, wherever you're listening to us, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Give us a subscription on the YouTube channel. I promise I'm going to be posting more frequently. I've been doing one one video a month for like forever. I need forever. to do some. I'm going to get us up some new franchise rankings coming up. I'm going to do some top fives or something, something like that. Maybe some recommendations. I don't know. I will be creating more videos for the YouTube. <laughs> so go well, subscribe uh, to that. Uh, I've extended the deadline to get us to 100 subscribers. If you get us to 100 subscribers. Before the end of July, then we'll watch Birdemic Part 1 and Part 2. Nice! I'm excited. For the podcast. Uh, but we're never going to get 100 subscribers in a month. So well, it's only it's at 73 now. It's been at 73 for the past uh, year. So Subscribers? <laughs> yeah, the the YouTube channel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know how many subscribers we have. I, 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 well, we have 10 on here. Word. <laughs> Where can we find you, Cagney? You can find me on the internet, uh, Cagney Larkin on Facebook. Facebook. Cagney likes this on Instagram. Insta. Big homie Cagney on Snapchat. Snapchat. And then uh, this weekend, I'll be filming the documentary in Greenville. Oh, so yes. Go find me there. To Greenville, South Carolina for the video game convention. Should be interesting. And, uh... Go ask Cagney and Bobby and Tim questions. Oh, yeah, we're doing a panel. We're doing, doing a 45-minute panel. Um, I think you'll still be able to make it. Uh, no, you won't because it's on Friday, I think, the day we drop it. But they're showing Selena on the 9th of July. It is at uh, to- Tommy's Pub on the wall. Are you going to go? Probably not. Oh, that'd be an interesting Maybe. movie to go watch. I've never seen it, and I don't really think I want to see it projected onto a wall for, for the first time. <laughs> Uh, no offense to, I'm sure that this, this quality is fine of the screening, but I just, outdoors, screening on a wall. They don't put up a, uh, inflatable screen? No, they put up a wall. They just project it onto the wall. Okay. Um, which is cool. It's cool, but I don't want to see Selena for the first time on the. Like I'm sure people are gonna go to that have already seen Selena, but uh, that movie's like well loved. So yeah, it's got a huge following. I'm sure there's gonna be many, many, many people there. Put Jayla uh, on the map. I think that's all I can got to plug right now. So Cagney, if you don't have anything else to say, I think we're all plugged in. We reviewed our movies. We watched Two Goodens today. Uh, I've got a movie I'm going to watch right here tonight called Blood Pageant, starring Snoop Dogg and Stephen Baldwin. Oh, hell yeah. Came out 2021. <laughs> hell yeah. A horror comedy thriller. Let's check it out. Rock and roll, baby. Rock and roll, baby. Um, yeah, so I left my job. He's got a new one. I'm door dashing. He's self-employed. 100% of the time now, and uh, working on stuff. So if you guys 
want to just send tips to me for no reason, just because you want to support a artist that is uh, struggling. Struggling. Uh, it's, struggling. It's a money sign trailer trash god on Cash App. I also have Venmo and PayPal and all that good stuff too. You can just DM me if you're friends with me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Uh, help keep artists alive. Uh, DoorDash is going pretty well though. Nice. But you know you don't have that security of an hourly wage, so it's one of those things where I'm going to kind of rely on people supporting my art, maybe, hopefully. So get that Patreon. Get on that Patreon. Get on it. Listen to my music. Listen to the podcast. Tell people about the podcast. If you like the podcast, that's the biggest thing you got to do is tell people about the podcast. That you listen to it. Because I cannot afford to put any money into advertising this podcast. No. <laughs> Cagney Mike could. He's Whoa. a fucking, he's a rich guy. Whoa. He works at uh, Jimmy John's. He's yeah. He's a Jimmy John guy. Yeah, that means I'm rich. Yeah, rich people work Psh, at Jimmy John's. A bank account overdrafted today <laughs> <laughs> whenever my internet bill came out. <laughs> God damn, son. We all fucked up. Yep, and I had to go put in some uh Give us some money, money, y'all. Give for, us. Uh, we, re- we poor. <laughs> we poor as fuck. You know, you know how much money I spent at that music festival? More Nineteen dollars. Nineteen more than Nineteen dollars. Uh no, that that money got spent because it was necessary. Actually, nine of it could have. I bought a smoothie oh, just because yeah, it was day four. Smoothie. It was hot, and I was like, "Let me get this fucking smoothie out here." Yeah. I bought a five dollar can of water. That was the fucking worst, bro. Bad, so but it was bad. cold, and I didn't have to wait in line to fill up my yeah. water bottle. <laughs> All right, well. And a $6 hot dog. Let's get on out of here. No. Uh, Till next week. Till next week, y'all. We're going to be here watching some movies. We're going to watch some damn movies, Reading some big books. Uh, Flipping the pages of a magazine. Let's watch some fucking movies. Playing solitaire. Let's watch some fucking movies. Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations! Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.